Good afternoon and welcome to a special 48 Shades of Football podcast. Um, I guess you just heard the intro music, we're turning Japanese, and you might be thinking, what's that got to do with K-League, etc, etc? Uh, the reason for that is because Mark and I are actually going to Japan this week, separately, for the ACL final round of matches. I'll be going to Tokyo, flying out on Sunday morning, and watching the game on Tuesday, and Mark, you're going out... Hey, I'm flying out Tuesday morning to Osaka for the Gambo Osaka vs Songnam game. Let it be known that we did invite Stevie, but he declined the chance to have an, a 48 Shades of Football away trip, so we're just he doing did, the podcast with that. Yeah, he today. mentioned something about Eland and Low Park and not I, being an ACL for the next 10 point. years or something, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because of our travel schedules, we're not going to be able to put a proper podcast out this week, so we just decided to cobble a, together a, a quick 10-minute jobby to preview the final round of ACL matches. Uh, we're actually sitting outside Sangam at the moment, a couple of beers. Looking forward to Seoul's third revenge match of the season. Third revenge match? The, the previous two matches with uh, Sydney and Western Sydney and, uh, oh, of course, yeah. and Guangzhou, yeah. they, they advertised both of them as like revenge matches, and cl- clearly the results didn't really work out that way. So, so, so this time they didn't advertise it as a revenge match in the hope that they will actually beat Songnam? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. I mean, Songnam have never actually uh, beaten Seoul at uh, Sangam World Cup Stadium. They've never actually won here at all. Uh, even though they, they won the FA Cup, it was after extra time and penalties, so I guess uh, we'll see if uh, Songnam can smash that hoodoo today or if it will kind of carry on for another, another season. So we did actually have tentative plans to do a bit before the game and maybe a bit of a review after the game, but I guess that depends on what goes down during the game, whether we want to see each other again or not. Well, we're still friends at the end, yeah. So <laughs> that could be questionable. We'll see how that goes. Obviously, it's the final round of... ACL group games this this uh, this week. We already just we already talked last week that Songnam and Suwon are both mathematically fr- through and just fighting for positions. So we've talked in the last few weeks about Seoul's p- relatively poor record in Japan. Uh, the way the group's set up at the moment is that they have to go there and they can't afford to lose. Yeah. And then I guess we'll, they'll have someone keeping an eye on what how Sydney are doing, Western Sydney are doing in Guangzhou because they also have to match what Western Sydney do. So if we think back to when the when Kashiwa came over to when Kashima came over to Sangan, it was a fairly even match, wasn't it? I think it was fairly even. I finished one 0 if I remember right, and I think that Kashima should have scored in the last minute, yeah. but a fantastic save by uh, Kim Young Dae, I think maybe. I'm not sure who the goalkeeper was that day, but a, f- a fantastic save that kind of denied him at the last at the last kick of the ball. Um, I mean, Seoul don't have a great record in Japan, but you'd think um, they, knowing that they can go there and maybe just kind of contain Kashima. But, Kashima have had like an odd time, right? Because their first match, they lost to Western Sydney in Japan, right? Yeah. They had a very slow start because then they lost to Seoul as well. Uh, they then went to Sydney and won, which kind of brought them back into things. And they beat, beat Guangzhou at home, which sort of opened up the way yeah. for them to actually qualify. So I'm finding it very hard to predict what's actually going to happen this time. Well, I mean, after a couple of games, you would have thought that Kashima were actually out of the group. Yeah. And it looked like uh, the, the other three teams were the ones who were like, vying for first. Well, actually, it looked as if Guangzhou had first wrapped up. And it looked as if uh, it was the, between Resident Sydney Wanderers and Seoul. But now, Kashima, as you said, have dragged himself back into it. A couple of good results. Um, got to imagine that at home they'll kind of they'll fancy the chances not to lose mm. to Seoul. Uh, so I'm, I'm guessing they could probably a draw is what Seoul are looking for most. They, they won't go gung ho, they won't attack them. But I think maybe if Chiu set them out to kind of defend and keep it tight and just make sure that they don't get beat. I mean, the other thing is that Seoul have lost a couple of their key key defenders in, to injury in the last few games. So Kim Jin-gyu 
tore one of his, I think his calf muscle, so he's yeah. out for like 10 weeks. And Osmar's got a broken nose, so presumably he won't play either. And Chaz out with something as well, isn't he? He's got like a yeah. knee problem or an ankle problem. And of course, they're still without Pak Jiong, who's, well, he's cup tied anyway. He's cup tied, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, like, with that injury list, thing that a draw in Japan would be a great result. Um, and qualification from the group. At the beginning, it, we talked last week about how it was a group of death, but maybe it was a group of like, deadbeats. Yeah, like, I mean, at the beginning, weeks. yeah, I mean, at, at, at the beginning, getting out of the group would have been a success. I think now uh, it's viewed as being essential that they get that group. With everything happening in the K League, uh, you've got to imagine that Chase can have best chance for any any kind of success for the fans this year is when they come in ACL. Uh, the, the other thing to note is that after the defeat at Suwon the other week, the uh, like the, the key members of the Suwon had a meeting and said, what, what are we going to do? Are we going to support Che? Are we going to go against him? And they decided that they would wait until the result of the Kashima match. Okay. And then if they, if they get out of the group, they'll continue to support him, I guess, or they'll take limited measure against him. If they fail to get out of the group, they'll start full-scale full protests against him. So it's a kind of a watershed game, I guess. Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty huge. I mean, you, you'd have to imagine as well, like, I think, um, you know, like, a lot will depend on, on the result in the other match as well. But uh, I think, I think come Wednesday, come Tuesday evening, come Wednesday morning, I think Seoul will be in the last 16. Crap. Every time you predict, Every time I predict exactly. it, it goes the other way around. So yeah, so so we'll probably be on the on the flight home straight after the game, crying into their uh, their uh, sour sake. But the, the yeah, other I thing I think we should it. we should note is that way, way back in round one, we were talking about the Japanese fans coming over to Korea, and I think at the time it was one of our early podcasts. We said, well, let's wait and see what happens when the Korean teams go over to Japan and how many fans they take. Yeah. So how many fans? Do you know? Well, I know for a fact that Seoul are taking about fifteen people. Okay. So they, they did actually try and arrange a club package, and they were quoting like nine hundred thousand for a one-night, two-day tour to Japan. So of course nobody signed up for that. So everyone's That's going really because, because I don't know why it came out like that. But they're saying basically because it's Golden Week in Japan, everything's super expensive. Uh, okay. But, but I paid like three hundred fifty thousand for my return flight, and I think I'm paying I don't know thirty thousand one a night for my accommodation. So yeah, I'm actually the exact same price. I paid so. it maybe three three twenty I think for my flight. Yeah. Uh, and I think I paid eighty for my hotel. Okay, Osaka is cheaper than Tokyo, but not nowhere near that price. And we only booked it like this week, guys. It's not yeah. like we booked way in advance to get yeah. the super cheap fares. And I booked so. it. I finalised my my flights on Monday, my hotel on Tuesday. Yeah, same same for me. Flights on Monday with, with a proper scheduled airline, not one of these fly by night cheapy ones. Yeah, exactly. Which is probably what's so. so worth flying as well. Oh, okay, I mean, like, I think I have no idea what, how many people saw Nama taking. I can't, I mean, I've still taken 15. I'm going to say saw Nama taking me. Um, like, I know of, uh, I know three people who are going. Um, like, I'm meeting one of them on the day of the game. The guy who went to, I, 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 I believe, the sole Songnam fan who went to um, Buriram Min, Minkyu, I think his name is. Yeah. He's become a bit of a kind of Songnam legend now. Because he stood there defiant with his like his uh, so his uh, Songnam yeah. like shirts and his Songnam banner, um, so I'm assuming he's going to be there. I think he's going, uh, and a couple other guys that I know are going as well. But I mean, I, I, I imagine Songnam will have a grand total of maybe like eight, ten people in that stadium. Um, which I mean, I guess like when you compare the fact that Gamba half filled 
the um, the away end at Tanchon. It's pretty incredible. So, yeah, obviously, we talked about the importance of this match for Seoul, but is, is this ma- is this match important for Songnam? Uh, they already qualified, right? So they've already qualified, but so this match is only about whether they get first or second place. Hey, Gamba, Gamba are playing for qualification. Hey, they can not qualify depending on what happens with Buriram and uh, Grand R and F. Uh, so I guess it, it means more to Gamba. Uh, I guess for I mean, from the point of view of Songnam, if you were given a choice of two teams to play in the next round, and it was Guangzhou Evergrande or, or FC Seoul, you're obviously going to choose FC Seoul. Um, so Songnam won to top the group, yeah. just because like, there's no travel, um, it's a team that they know. Um, team that they can beat on penalties. Team they can beat on penalties, yeah, after they, depending on where the game goes. Um, whereas like, Guangzhou at RNF, there's, there's travel involved, there's less fans, and so on, yeah. So I think um, I think they actually I guess what maybe you and Stephen might preview uh, or what we talked about sorry actually uh, midweek was that today's games like Saturday's games are actually huge in terms of you have like Seoul v Songnam and you have Jumbuk v Suwon and that could actually be the next uh, round in ACL as well so I think that's kind of like, it makes these games like kind of morale boosting confidence sapping whatever you want to call them it's going to be like last year's Seoul Poang epic yeah. five, five times in a month yeah I think so I mean I think Sonam will want to win it uh, I don't think they will um, I think Kim Hag Bum will set his stall out the way he did uh, in in the home games they, uh, the, the Buriram game the, the, the first round game was embarrassing it was, it was a humiliation like Losing 2-1 to Buriram is not embarrassing, but the two goals that they lost in five minutes in the first half mm. were horrendous. And um, you got the feeling at one point that Buriram had really kept going, they could have actually put five by Songnam in that first half. Yeah. Songnam rallied in the second half and came back, uh, deserved their their goal. Um, so I think Son, I think they want to avoid a repeat of that. They, I think they want to go there, keep it tight. So for me, it's going to be a draw. Um, I don't. I, I wasn't overly impressed by Gamba at, at Tanchon. I have no idea how they won the J League. I don't know if that says more about the J League than anything else. Um, but I think um, I think they'll keep it tight, and I, I would put that one down as nothing each, which means I'm flying all the way to Japan for a nothing each draw, which is kind of just depressed me, <laughs> as, as I said it. We really so, should have done the double header like we planned. Just we should have done, yeah. So we saw at least one goal, <laughs> maybe one goal, yeah. Um, I mean, in, in fairness, I have a friend in Osaka, so my intention is to, is to arrive on Tuesday and drink uh, a Japanese whiskey for 12 hours. So that's kind of, that might make up for the pain of a nothing each draw. Like, my only concern um, about that game is that at the end of the game, uh, if Stevie was here, he could actually give more information about because Stevie was right next to the Gamba fans. Yeah. But at the end of the of the the home match in Tanchon, there was a bit of tension. Uh, there were some bottles throwing. There were throwing. There were some slurs in Japanese about Korean people, as what I heard. Um, so I'm a little bit concerned that maybe that uh, if we put Gamba out. Yeah, there, there might be some repercussions after after the game. There might be some like like meetups with the five of us. Wait, wait, 
Surely, Mister, I can take on the whole of Suwon North stand. Can take on a few Japanese. <laughs> oh, of course I can. Of course I can. It's still a holiday time, so there may be more than just just a few. But but I'm still I'm I'm still pretty sure that uh, yeah, free, I'll be standing at the front. Free flight back to England when they deport you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, Scotland, Scotland, Scotland. Sorry, <laughs> Britain. <laughs> but um, so I'm a bit concerned that there may be some something there. I don't think. I, I'm, I'm hoping not. I can't imagine there would be enough Sonam fans for them to actually get annoyed at us. Uh, but we'll see what happens. So that's yeah. So that means if we're both going to Japan, that means our, our other two Korean teams must be both at home. They are, yeah. Um, start with Suwon, who've already qualified. Yep, Suwon, who have already qualified. Actually, Suwon and Beijing are both qualified. Yeah, they play each other on Children's Day uh, at the uh, the Big Bird Stadium, uh, Suwon World Cup Stadium. Let's not call it the Chicken Ranch <laughs> on the podcast, I guess. Um, well. Used to call it a battery farm, but now it's more of a free range. <laughs> yeah, now it's more of a free range farm. They've improved the living condition for those chickens, give them some room to flap their wings. Well, they have got to top tier as well, so I guess that gives them more room as well. I guess. Um, but I think, yeah, um, I mean, the, the big thing about that game is, 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 well, two big things. First of all, it's Children's Day, so there should be a big enough crowd. I, mean, I think the record ever crowd in a Keighley game was Children's Day between So and Songnam or something, is that correct? Yeah, although I think that probably deserves an asterisk next to it because it was in the days when they used to... Like, I used to have fans? Well, they, I've got, they, I'm sure they had a lot of fans there, but they also used to just like give out loads of free tickets and count whether oh, okay. people came or not. And season ticket holders counted whether they signed in Oh, or okay, I see. Okay. Um, but so hopefully there'll be a big crowd of that one. Um, the other talking point is... Um, Dehan coming back to to the big board. Um, I, I know a lot of Seoul fans are actually planning to go down and watch that. So they yeah, I know one or two as well. Go in the Beijing end and cheer on Dehan. So yeah, uh, avid podcast listener, Korea Racing. Um, one of the it's one of the aforementioned Seoul fans who will probably be there. Let's just hope no one from Suwon remembers and be standing next to me at the last time <laughs> he was at a Suwon game. But, um, the KBS comment says, oh, I thought he was Australian. <laughs> he was Australian. <laughs> but where's your friend with the receding hairline? <laughs> but um, I think uh, I think we talked about this before. Has Hadi's son ever going to play for Beijing this year? Uh, has he played yet? Has he, has he come Is back from injured? I had the impression he was injured. Okay, so. I, I know he was injured uh, around about the Asian Asian Cup time, but I wasn't sure he was coming back or not. But I mean, yeah, I mean that's the big talking point. It's Dehan back in the in the big board, um, not, but but nothing to play for apart from uh, the winning team playing John Book in the next round. If John Book get through, that's about uh, that's about all the stuff for grabs in that one. Still one have been. It pains me to say, very impressive this year in all competitions. I mean, apart from that one shaky game against Pohang, where I was, that I was at that yeah, game. League game. Yeah, they, they, they the opening game. They've been. And of course, they lost in Beijing, didn't they? So they lost. They lost one 0 in Beijing. I mean, they, they did lose to Dejan. Actually, we should talk about that. They lost to Dejan last weekend. But I think that was a kind of a bit of a blip. Uh, I think, uh, to be honest, I think um, they'll probably like, perform well. And yeah, I mean, hopefully Dejan gets a goal. For all the Seoul fans that are coming to watch them. Yeah. Hopefully I'll get five. <laughs> and, yeah, and we pay that, yeah? So I think that may finish... I right now finish one each. I think it'll be a scoring draw, I think. OK, so that leaves John Book, who we briefly mentioned. Uh, they're pretty much... They can't finish first. They've screwed that up. Despite being in a really strong position after the opening three rounds yeah. of games, they've kind of 
done an anti Kashima in in the last two matches, and they're well, they're going to they're going to surely they're going to qualify. Well, you think so? Not lose to Shandong at home. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. So they 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 can finish top now, as you said, because of that horrendous three-two defeat in Japan. Uh, but I mean, Shandong are one point behind them. Um, so as long as they don't lose at home to Shandong they are going to finish second which means they'll play either Beijing or Suwon as we've discussed many times um, so you're saying that confidently it's not something you believe or something you it's think. not something I believe I predict this this week I am confidently predicting they will play either Suwon or you Beijing you assume they're going to play either <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my money is on them playing Beijing to be honest I'm going to have to get my thesaurus out to find out how many different things <laughs> I can get for think and believe and predict but uh, I think they'll I think they'll probably yeah they'll They'll, they'll have enough about them to beat Shandong or a bit of these job with Shandong I mean seriously least, yeah. they, I mean you're looking at John Book not losing at home to Shandong I mean that's kind of like I pretty much a gimme that's not going to happen and that game's on Wednesday is it? that game's on Wednesday yeah so, yeah it game's on Wednesday uh, that game is yeah Wednesday evening it's the same time as uh, the, the uh, Songnam game yeah yeah um, so I think looking at it uh, you've got Two teams definitely uh, in the second round. Obviously, Songnam Suwon already there. You have uh, John Book. I mean, pretty much with all but their their left big toe in the water of the last sixteen. And so, I'm probably going to just just do enough to get through. I mean, it, it's in everybody's hands, right? Yeah. It's not like they're relying on results yeah. elsewhere yeah. to get through. So. They're, they're strongly placed. I mean, obviously, some teams have tougher ties than others, but they know what they have to do. Um, and if they do that, they're all through. And this is an absolute uh, disaster. In um, Japan, I, I really do feel that So will make the complement of the, of, the, of the fourth team. The way it's looking, I think it will be an all-Korean round of 16. I think it will be... Uh, Songnam v So and I think it will be John Book v Suwon uh, which is good because it means that there's two teams in the last eight I kind of would rather they got there without having to beat each other but I think that should uh, I think there should be four teams there uh, obviously um, in the next podcast uh, next ne- next Monday whenever we, we record it me and Paul will both have come back from, from our sake soaked uh, excursions um, so uh, Taking an empty suitcase to bring back lots of oh, definitely, yes. toys and panties. <laughs> I was going to be sake and, and uh, sochu, but this could be sex toys and panties, Paul. Obviously, maybe the last 10 weeks. <laughs> Nobody in our family podcast. listens to this podcast anyway, so let's go with sex toys and panties. The, la- the last 10 weeks of uh, doing this podcast, I-, I thought I got to know you, but obviously not. <laughs> well, I haven't been drinking today, so maybe that's why there's no, there's no, uh, there's no sex toy club talk. I guess from the once the groups are decided, we'll probably start bringing some commentary on the, the teams from West Asia that have got through as well, so that we can start preparing for who we might face in the, the last four yep. or final. But for, for the moment, I guess that's it for today. And uh, as a just one last thing, yeah, as a as a Celtic fan, uh, I do believe that my uh, dream of seeing Giorgio Samaras in the final of the ACL live uh, with with Al Hilal is still is still there. So. Um, still there. So hopefully Alhala will make the final and I'll get to see uh, the the Pantene Provo as we as we used to refer to him as when he was gracing the fields of Parkhead.
Okay, well thanks for tuning in guys, here's a bit of music for you, if we can find something that fits. Tokyo girl, Tokyo girl